0: All the strength, the strength, the absolute strength. Um, My father shared how he had to walk from Ethiopia to Sudan, and all yeah, and the amount of things that he saw along the way. Um, Many people tried to leave at that time. Nineteen eighty-five. You know, in nineteen eighty-four and nineteen eighty-five, they had a horrible political situation, and as he walked through, he had to endure, you know, being robbed seeing other people's dead bodies who attempted you know what he was doing having to sleep in in like bunkers that were created to kind of save him from a hyenas at night and b other you know some of the like the police officers or anybody that finds them in case they execute them there and whatnot.
1: You are listening to the Derek Asante podcast, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and today we are spending some time with a sister from another mother. This friend of mine is one that I've known for a short period, but her spirit makes me feel like I've known her for a lifetime. I'm taking the opportunity today to learn more about my sister. And so without further ado, please help me welcome Ellen Bellu. Thank Bellew. you.
0: Thank you. Belu. I got <laughs> Bellew. it. Bellew. You got it. Yes, after.
1: You after. Yes, I got it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I was struggling with it for a while and I told you that.
0: Oh, that's okay.
1: Oh, man. How
0: have you been? Good. Good. How are you today?
1: <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I usually um, open the show with a quote. And I usually try and get my guests to give me their interpretation or what that quote kind of triggers for them. Okay. So the quote I have for you is actually an Ethiopian proverb. Proverb. You ready for it?
0: Oh, okay. All
1: right. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this one before, but it goes, don't procrastinate or you'll be left in between doing something, having something, or being nothing.
0: Oh. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> what comes All to mind? Right. Hmm hmm I, I gotta bring this back to uh to uh being raised um you know my upbringing and they always wanted just for me to just go for it go get it because a lot of the times procrastination you start to think of you start to overthink things yeah you start to bring that self-doubt into the into play and then that's when you know you, you don't do it um you miss out on the opportunity and whatnot and yeah it's just it kind of gets you to just uh, do, what you, do what you wanted to do right. or, and, and not hesitate, you know, and, and not bring anything else into play and show yourself that you can be successful.
1: I think, I think that's very powerful, actually, when you think about it. Because it says here, you know, you'll get caught between doing something. It may not be what you wanted to do. That's right. Um, because when you procrastinate, you end up doing something else that takes you away from what was important to you. That's right. Right, and then you might end up just having something that might appease you for the moment, even though it's not what you wanted to be or get or receive. You know what I mean? And so, and then eventually you end up doing nothing or being nothing because you didn't accomplish anything that you wanted to be.
2: That's right.
1: You know, so it's, it's, it is very interesting. Uh, you mentioned how you were brought up, your upbringing, and how that might relate to this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's start from the beginning.
2: Yeah.
1: Back, background. Talk to me a little bit about your background, where you are from and where your family's from and how that, you know, brings us to Helen today.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I was raised in Mississauga. Uh, my parents were born and raised in Ethiopia and East in the uh, capital there. Okay. And uh, they came here in 85. I was born a few years after that. I'm not going to give away my age. <laughs> um... <laughs> don't
1: okay okay
0: <laughs> and um you know a lot of what they had to go through um it helped shape them to who they are right so in the event you know even in school uh projects or you know going into different sports athleticisms or different academic um programs that we were a part of hmm. you're just like just go do it because from their experience, they see how the opportunity is open. Mm. So in, in, in their eyes, based off of what they've been able to, to see um, my father predominantly growing up uh, more um, with poverty. He, he could see a lot more opportunities of one. When, when it's brought in, brought in front of you, why, why waste it, you know, use it to its fullest uh, power. Right. And, and my mom as well, she she didn't grow up as, as poor, but she still was able to see the opportunity based off of, you know, what what was available to them in, in their time. So when it came to swimming events and I didn't feel like hmm, maybe I wasn't doing as well and maybe I shouldn't go to that swim meet because I don't feel as good. My mom and dad would say, just, just go, just do it. You have the opportunity to do it. Just do it. You know, you'll do well. And even if you don't do well now, you'll practice and then you'll do better. And, you know, they're always able to see beyond it. when sometimes, you know, in our eyes, when we face a challenge, we can only see that brick wall of the challenge that prohibits us from being, doing what we want to do.
1: Right. Right. Wow. So they, they always encourage you to just go for it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. And, but the way of saying it was always funny, right? They said, you have the opportunity. You would be so stupid not to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, <okay. laughs> <laughs> like, straight to the point, right? Like, don't be oh, stupid. Yeah. Just do it. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Or you would say, uh, as my mom would say, "You are number one, so why do you have to hesitate? You have to just do it." And you know what? She's right. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so typical of African moms, eh? <laughs> like,
2: yes.
1: There's no filter, none, none. No. For what? For what? For, For what? Yeah oh man how many how many um children or siblings do you have?
0: uh so I have a younger brother. We grew up pretty close in age, so you know built in best friend okay also, yeah,
1: nice. so and you guys are still tight today, or is that changed?
0: super tight. We're super different in personality, but oh, that's my ace right there that's I mean we even look alike it's pretty funny <laughs> like wow yeah yeah he's he's a good dude, he's a good dude. that's awesome. That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: What would you say some of the uh, cultural, you know, traditions that you appreciate and, and are there any that you don't appreciate as much?
0: Mm. Um, the eating together. Everybody eats together. Everybody's at the table together. Mm. Um, we try not to miss out on that. So anytime my brother and I get to have a meal together, that's a really enjoyable time. We don't live together, but, That time that we do that sitting down, that enjoying of the meal, and uh, just it's everything. And I find that you know, with our fast-paced society, we don't get to just sit and enjoy a meal. Like my brother and I, we don't have to do anything spectacular. Sitting down, having a meal, Uh, even with my father, we just sit down, have a meal, and it's it's everything. You don't have to do anything uh, expensive, extravagant.
1: Right.
0: Bring it back to the core.
1: And and what what are some of those conversations that you guys end up getting into when you're together like that? Like, I'm trying to just get a visual as to why you appreciate those moments
0: so much. Because you get to, it's first you're you're in a in a relaxed space, right? You're relaxed, um, you're satisfied with the meal, and then you're just catching up. Like I get to catch up with what my brother's doing in his day to day life, mm-hmm. with his work, with uh, his. uh doing his uh, master's program and whatnot and get to catch up and and see where he's going there and what difficulties he's arising in and whatnot, or even come up with ideas with um, going to different trails. At one point we were planning out different trails we'd walk to and say, all right, we'd be sitting down at his his dinner table there and say, all right, you know what, we'll head out on West and and we'll see where we land and we're going to go on a trail and we're going to go for a walk. (laughs) All right, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And it's just, you know, you you appreciate that time together and you just want to spend more time together and just do something, you know, that that shows each other that there's a lot of love there and you know there's that support and we've got each other's back no matter how busy our life.
1: Nice. And and are there are there parts that you you would change or that you're not appreciative of with the traditional things that you guys might do?
0: No, not necessarily. Um I think Ethiopia is pretty rich in culture. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as much as my brother and I were born and raised here, um, we still, we still try and upkeep some of the tradition. Um, My brother actually learned how to make coffee, the traditional style, you know, roasting the beans. And and what we do is we roast the bean over the uh, stove and then, you, with the smoke that arises you, you bless the people that are around and he'll bless me
2: as I come around and
0: whatnot. Oh, and wow. that coffee ceremony oh yeah it's really nice and then the coffee afterwards oh Starbucks sit down the <laughs> coffee is here the original now okay oh, sit down and Derek you know me and my Starbucks
1: yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awesome that is too oh, yeah. awesome Man.
0: And it's just such a nice thing. Just such a nice thing to be a part of. Yeah.
1: Sure. Have you had a chance to go back home?
0: I have. I haven't. Hopefully sooner than later.
1: Yeah. Oh, what about your brother?
0: Ah, uh, yes. He's uh, he went last year. He oh. Went okay. Last year. Yeah, not for too long. It wasn't a, a very pleasant trip, unfortunately. But oh, okay. he, he went there for a little bit. You know, sometimes he just got order of business to attend, and, and instead of you know actually being able to venture your country right that's, that's life what are
1: what are some of the stories that you've heard about you know your countrymen and women that you're you're extremely proud of
0: oh the strengths. the strength the absolute strength um my father shared how he had to walk from Ethiopia to Sudan wow. and all yeah and the amount of things that he saw along the way um Many people tried to leave at that time, 1985, you know, in 1984, 1985, they had a horrible political situation. And as he walked through, he had to endure, you know, being robbed, seeing other people's dead bodies who attempted, you know, what he was doing, having to sleep in, in like bunkers that were created to kind of save him from A, hyenas at night and B, other you know, some of the, like the police officers or anybody that finds them in case they execute them there and whatnot. Wow. He had quite the treacherous time on his way there. And just to see the, the level of survival and what people wanted to accomplish at that time and some of them not making it. And him, between him and so many others, because in Sudan, there was many other Ethiopians yeah. that were there as well. And they had to go through a very similar journey. Um, just to see that you know, seeing that there's dead bodies, there's animals it never steered them away they just thought, okay, once I can get out of here, I can have that better life, they just kept going they just kept going wow. Um. yeah, yeah, that's something, that's something Man. that's something,
1: yeah like I, I I've heard, I obviously didn't experience any of the civil wars or, or things like that, but when I hear them and I watch documentaries and things like that, it just, it it is heartbreaking because you're still looking at people and you're saying this is the human spirit. That's right. You know, and this is the human spirit at its worst. Like it's almost like it's in its worst state when things like that are happening where we can't see past politics and, and the fact that we are actually human beings and -hmm. that we need one another to survive. So, when I hear those stories, it just reminds me of how strong Africans are because we literally survive everywhere we land. That's
2: right. That's right.
1: And, and how do, how does he, how does your father come about to tell you those stories? Like, is it during sometime during those after dinner um, conversations type of thing, or is it you guys just literally sit sometimes and just have these conversations? I'm just curious.
0: Yeah. I mean, my curiosity came about because I wanted to know like my upbringing, uh, their journey and whatnot. And, I mean, I, I I knew that my parents got married in Sudan, and I thought to myself, "All right, well, how how about did you get there?" And and sitting down and hearing that, it was just like this this guy that seems so smiley and so cheery, and even my mother, so lovely and so cheery, to to understand their journey and 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 getting there. I, I'm I'm mainly sharing my father's story because he, he verbalized a lot of it. I don't want to you know just. Make up my mother's story. I know she ended up in in Sudan um, at some point. I, I don't understand fully how how she got there. I, I understood it was a little bit safer, mm-hmm. um, but regardless, it was still uh, you know a journey in itself. And just understanding where he came about, um, goodness, it, it it was something, and it, it, and just to understand that that same guy, you know, when I was in elementary school, hoping that I, I just. You know, did my homework and accomplished, you know, good grades and whatnot. Right. He did that because of what he had to go through in order to get here. Uh. You know, and, and for me to just complete my homework assignments, that's the bare minimum. Right. He almost didn't make it like many others.
1: Right. Wow. Did, did he have any uh, siblings? And, and your mom, do they have any
0: siblings? My parents have tons of siblings, matter of fact. Um, my father has about 10 and my mother had about seven.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
0: It's <laughs> just you just know, pop them
1: out. As long as you're blessed to have them, you just go for it.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> but let me tell you this they thought they were going to do something similar here, but my brother and I done this
2: you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are what are your, I mean, Mississauga? You said you grew up, right? Yeah, yeah. So what's what were some of your early memories for your childhood?
0: Um, like, um, overall, it was a really nice childhood. We grew up um, in the square one neighborhood, which oh, was, right there, right there across the street. The my local YMCA, wow. able to go to the gym. Learned how to do all my swim lessons there. Became a lifeguard, swim instructor. Did a few life saving courses there for over ten years. Wow! And all of the libraries across the street, our elementary school is behind us. I mean, everything within a walk distance. So there was no chance of boredom. There was no chance of getting into trouble because anything, any activity that we wanted to partake in right. was just readily available. Wow. After absolutely amazing. The only drawback is that there wasn't a lot of Ethiopians in the neighborhood. So right. we got a lot of, where are you from? And then mm. we explained. Right. So are you mixed? <laughs> <laughs> are you mixed?
1: <laughs> Wait, what would the assumption be? Mixed with what?
0: Oh, all the time. It was. It would be um, oh goodness, uh, we were Often mistaken for possibly East Indian. If we weren't East Indian, we're uh, mixed with either Spanish and black or, you know, just a black and white mix because of our future. But, you know, just explaining that, you know, we, you know, in my brother and I's case, I mean, both of our parents are black. Mm -hmm. You know, they're both from the same, you know, the same country and whatnot. Right it just wasn't a very easy concept to understand. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm assuming at that time too there weren't too many representation, right, of of black no. kids. Yeah.
0: No, no. Um I could remember there was a young lady in my class that was Ghanaian and one girl that was of Jamaican descent. So mm. it was a lot more understood, okay, Ghana all right, a little bit more understood. And then Jamaica. I mean, lots of people understood Jamaica because it's also the vacation spot. Yeah. And whatnot, right? So Ethiopia was like, ah, what's that? <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> a lot of people don't know. Like there's this the richness across the lands, right? People don't know. And slight differences in how people might appear, but culturally there's a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. that's right all it takes is just a conversation i guess to you know to learn more about them but ignorance sometimes blocks that do you do you have do you have like a an ultimate comfort food that you kind of go to whether culturally or canadian
0: (laughs) oh goodness okay so culturally i'll share a little quick story there's a there's a food and it's called a gunful and it's um it's hard to describe it but it's almost like a when you're eating fufu, like the thing when you grab it and then you dip it in the sauce. Right. It's kind of like that, like very, very mushy in, in yeah. texture. Mm-hmm. And then we put like a like a hot chili like sauce In the middle, okay. and then we put a little bit of yogurt on the outside. I mean, now I'm making it sound a little crazy. Now that I'm saying it out loud, <laughs> yeah, because you just said chili and yogurt. You're like, you're like chili yogurt. Are <laughs> calling me right now? But I tell you, if there are Ethiopians here listening, they are going. <laughs> <laughs> Good bowl is the be all, and all of all. Um, like I am a pizza eater only because like. You know, that's easily accessible, a burger, easily accessible, but gunfo, you need to give it, you need to give it love. Let me tell you, my cousin, when I, I actually met one of my cousins for the first time in 2014. Lovely young lady. She actually had the pleasure of being raised by my mother when my mother was in Ethiopia, so she's quite a bit older than I am. And so when she met me and we hit it off, she made me gunfo. Now, in order to mix it, you can't mix it on the stove. You will break your stove. You got to get on the floor. You gotta put, you know, that that big pot on the ground. You gotta mix it. You gotta use all those muscles. Right, right. Oh yeah, you're just getting into it. And when it was prepared, goodness gracious! Wow. And yeah, for so she lives in the state, and my mother called, and my mother was very like religious, like with her with her uh, Orthodox faith. She was very strict with it. And mm-hmm. on Wednesdays and Fridays they fast, and with their fasting there's Things like no gunfoil and things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a Friday, and my mom calls and asks how we're doing and whatnot. And I said, Mom, I'm having the greatest time. We're having gunfoil. And then she says, oh, okay, great. She talks to my cousin and says, you know, today's a fasting day. We shouldn't eat like this. And I said, you know what? I grabbed the phone. I said, you don't need this negativity right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I don't need this negativity right now. <laughs> And she laughed. She said, you know what? It's okay for today. Wow. <laughs> like, don't do I don't know
1: Mom didn't approve.
0: <laughs> God understands. <laughs> uh,
1: some traditions are hard to break, eh? It's just. <laughs>
0: oh. Oh. She, she was so faithful to it. Bless her.
1: Wow. I love it, I love it, I love it When 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 would you say You are at your best <clears throat> um, On a oh, day-to-day Like when you feel like You know what, I'm at my best in this moment What time of
0: day, when Ooh, I, I, I can't say Maybe the time of the day mm-hmm. But it's more of the activity Okay So I guess for me It's when I'm Kind of working on myself So if it's you know, going for a swim I feel at my best And when I engage in a great conversation oh. That is my high Nice Yeah
1: Is there an opportunity for that Second part of the high Every day or no, not too much The conversation piece
0: Oh um, Yeah uh, there's, there's opportunities for that Whether it's over the phone In person okay. Sometimes at random, you know
2: Right
1: I find sometimes we got to make time for those things because if we just let let life be, we'll never get them. You know what I mean?
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Actually, I tried something the other day. It it was very different, very unconventional, but I was just feeling a little mm, like I just needed a conversation. Mm -hmm. And this site has been out for a while, but I'm just new to the game. And it's called Omegle. And you talk to different strangers and whatnot. And I got to engage in wonderful conversations with some people. I mean you got to search through the mud here. There's a lot of dirt out there, but right, right. there was some wonderful conversations I was able to hold. And, you know, there was people getting book recommendations based off of things that they were going through in their life. And unintentionally, they're helping me out with things that I'm doing, you nice. know, I'm doing, you know, different things in, in various places and whatnot. Just like many of us are. I mean, COVID alone has been a lot for many, for everybody to handle. Yeah. And then, you know, just the little things here and there. Yeah. And so it was just really nice to see how different people were dealing with, you know, the, the climate that we're in today, um, how they're dealing with loss, how they're dealing with breakups, how they're dealing with various things. And what made it better is when they would get into the conversation, seem reserved, and by the end of it, have the ability to smile, have the ability to feel, you can almost see that they feel lighter. Mm-hmm. In their, in their body language, right? Because it, it was on video, um, and by the end of it, I felt so much better. Nice. I just and and it wasn't even anything that necessarily did anything for me, but it was just having that. Right.
1: Do you have any any fears?
0: Oh, where do we start? <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. That's an interesting. Uh, but I appreciate the honesty in that response because. Mm-hmm. I'm curious now, how many... Okay, let's talk about two.
0: Um, I have a fear of failing people. Failing people? Yeah, so when I'm... Any interaction I have with others, Mm -hmm. I would hope that it's a positive one. I hope that it's not one that draws from their energy Mm -hmm. and that it creates a positive environment. And when I'm not able to facilitate that, it's... That's a huge fear of mine. And it, it, it's one of the reasons why I'm quite smiley a lot of the time. Because when I am able to receive that smile back, it's like, okay, there's a positivity that's been, you know, kind of brought back. and right. Or, you know, I've left a, a, a decent or a contentment rather than, you know, right. digression of the, of the... Right. Wow.
1: So you, you were really devoted to making sure other people are fine.
0: Yeah, I I genuinely love people.
1: Yeah. Where Where do you think that comes from?
0: Um, my mom.
1: Is that is that how she kind of lives her day to day as
0: well? Yeah, that's how she was. She was just an incredibly loving person. Um, she loved anyone and everyone, and yeah, mainly from her. My dad's a very loving person too, but she, I mean, you couldn't do anything really to to make her turn away from you. Wow.
1: I'm always curious, why do you think, you may not know this, but why do you think that is, that she's able to develop that part of her character coming from where she came from? Sorry, and and, and I say that because I've met a lot of people from, you know, difficult situations, and that's how they come off. That they just want to, like, overly give to everybody else. Even if they don't have, right? Even if they don't have, they want to, they're willingly just giving and that, that always, you know, made me wonder like, where does, where does that come from?
0: I think it's that feeling of, I know what it feels like, so I don't want anyone else to feel that way, Mm. you know? And, and especially when those, when there's been people that have been there for you at a hard time, it's like, okay, especially once you come out of it, you feel like, all right, I'm I'm just going to be a light to others so that at the very least, even whatever happened to them, for example, uh, she worked at a PSW in, in uh, the nursing homes uh, mm-hmm. that she worked at. And, you know, there was co-workers of hers that would leave their houses by themselves, come into work, and she would just be giggling up a storm, laughing. They would be coming from situations of, you know, their children are, are super poorly behaved and, you know, the, the mothers are... Mostly a lot of the PSWs she worked with are are women. And they'd be coming to work and and just beside themselves because they come to work, it's stressful. They go home, it's stressful. But she would just be that person. It's okay, you know what? Let's have bread together. Let's, you know, let's do this, let's do that. It was always, and and it was always having, you know, breaking of the bread together, eh? right? Like that was her thing, just, all right, let's have bread. Yeah, I have bread Mm -hmm. in my purse okay, we're going to eat bread together. And she's sharing that and able to talk to them and and have, you know, jokes and laughs and things like that. Right. Such a beautiful thing.
1: Man. It's funny. It reminds me as you're telling me that story, it reminds me of um, that saying or a statement. It goes, nothing is permanent. Like everything, yeah. you know, everything has a time, you know, it, it'll pass. You just have to give it time. And, that's what that reminds me of. She's always telling you that, you know what? Yeah, it seems like the world's ending now, but it'll pass.
0: Right? Yeah. She's always it's, say it's okay. It's, right? it's behind. It's okay. Yeah.
1: You know, nothing's permanent. I like that. I like that. Uh, what, what would be your second fear?
0: Oh, man. Um, I did have a massive fear of failure. I'm still working on it. I'm trying to understand that failure is it's at least your attempt at working at it and understanding that You know, failure is just, it didn't work in this direction. Try it in another direction, but Mm -hmm. that's okay. It's
1: just, oh, that fear riddles me, eh? I find find that, um, like, we all struggle with failure at one point, some of us longer than others, but I found that if I understood that when I fail, I should learn something from that. That's right. And the minute I'm able to identify the growth... And I'm okay with that.
0: That's yes. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's maybe spending more time identifying all the growth in the moments that you've become a different person slightly from that experience. Yeah. Because sometimes we, we dwell too much on that pain or that feeling of, Oh my gosh, I didn't do it. Instead of recognizing that, wait a minute, I learned something along the way. I just didn't get to the end the way I wanted it to, because we always envision it. Right. We envision it to feel or see, you know, appear a different, a certain way, and when it doesn't, then devastation kicks in. That's
2: yeah, right. Yeah,
1: I had a, I had a really, I have a really good friend that, um, she often, you know, experiences something similar to that, where the failure might creep in on her. But I remember vividly one conversation we had, and I said to her, "What if, you know, the dream that you have in your head showed up already, but it was dressed differently?" wow and that that you fail to recognize it you know what I mean because we only have this picture in front of us and that's what we're looking at and it needs to be this way or else it's not it yes but if the world is ever changing then it can't just be that still image it's got to evolve that vision that you have has to evolve as well so and once you recognize that wait a minute what if it did appear in a different way and that I didn't recognize it then would I have missed the opportunity Mm-hmm. you know and so that was just to get her to start thinking differently and saying you know what every opportunity is going to look different and it's not going to look you know the way that i envision it to look and so i should be prepared rather than open for that perfect opportunity mm-hmm. so that was just something that came to mind um <clears throat> do you ever feel overwhelmed with just being
0: oftentimes matter of fact yeah 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 um what? lots of self-doubt right so and then it creates that overwhelming feeling. And how do you how
1: do you navigate that that space when you fall in that space?
0: Um, I guess trying to remember times that I have overcame, and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, take away those negative thoughts. But it's difficult at times, and especially when, you know, especially during COVID when we lost a lot of our outlets that at least brought a bit of those positive endorphins into our system. Um and, and so feeling overwhelmed. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of the times it, it does stem from self doubt. So, yeah. yeah, you know, just reminding myself that I am capable, and that's why I even went on that site the other day to engage in conversation because I was feeling a bit like, oh, have I really gotten into a nice conversation in a while? Or, Can I even hold the conversation? Am I, mm-hmm. you know, is, am, is my conversation worth, you know, being attentive to? Am I saying anything of substance? And the feedback was absolutely incredible. So it's something that made me realize, okay, my conversation is worth having. Um, I was able to assist a few people in their various situations. And it was really, it really reminded me of what I was capable of.
2: Yeah.
1: Who was Helen in high school, like as a teenager?
0: Oh my goodness, was <laughs> I ever a show. You know what? It was. It was interesting because it was also in Mississauga, very few Ethiopians. There was one, but <laughs> he he was able to mingle a lot better. I didn't know how to put myself out there without feeling very self conscious like me. Hmm, am I likeable? Am I enough? And I wasn't one that really kept up with uh, you know, with the with the style. You know, I just wore what was comfortable, I wore what was functional. Right. Uh, predominantly it was high school uh uniform, but you know, it was the style in which it was worn, and I never wore it anyway. You know, funky. I kept it pretty. Uh, month, you know, so it wasn't really you know that, that hot topic or anything. It was just fine, you know. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was just like overall, I I had a great time. Um, yeah. I, I met a lot of great people. Uh, I was really self-conscious. I was very reserved. I didn't believe in my abilities. The only ability I really believed in myself was my swimming abilities. And that's because, you know, that was something I've been doing since I was four. And um, yeah, so I was a part of the swim team and I I got to meet a lot of great people there. But I, thinking back now, I wish I I did a few more activities and got more involved. Yeah. Um, But it was my mind saying, "Mm, you're going to get in there. They're not going to like you there. uh, You're not going to do well. You know, those, Those guys in Gallaudet, that's their specialty. That's not yours and whatnot. Oh, but. Wow. When Tom rolled around, it was was interesting. Um, I was always very self-conscious, so people were very used to the Helen that was very reserved. Um, I I would, you know, I would toss very, I would say a lot of funny things and whatnot, but I wasn't that one that put myself out there. Right. And it was interesting. So in my grade 12 year, I started working out more and it was to slim myself down because I wasn't happy with what I was seeing in the mirror, you know, mm-hmm. every, especially I could speak as a girl. Um, a lot of us girls would look in the mirror and we're like, ah, we're picking on this and that and the other. And I was working out so well. Like, and- Either my teacher said, oh, you work out every day in the morning. Oh, you're just going to get that up.
1: Why did the teacher sound like that?
0: <laughs> because she was being a little bugger, just talking <laughs> down. I just happened to start my workout regimen in January. And she said, oh, resolutions always tank after two, three weeks. And I'm thinking doing it for a resolution. It just happened work within my schedule. Like, right. I don't know. And she just overheard a conversation I was having with a friend of mine because I was saying how tired I was and whatnot. You know, I was leaving a lot earlier in the morning to accomplish that. And I got down to a size that I liked, but I w- I'm still not happy with what was in the inside. And I said, all right, something needs to give. I need to be happier with what's here because I was still dressing the same. My clothes were... You know, I was swimming in my clothing a little bit, but it was still not, I I still doubted myself, myself. And I said to myself, let me let me change one thing here. And so it was prom time. Now it's time to get the dresses. A lot of the girls are getting dresses from Italy, from all these other countries. They're going to different, different cities to, to get their dresses, to make sure no other girl matches their dress. And they are that individual that is just, you know, that's them and they're going to stand out from the crowd. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to find a dress that I'm going to just look at and I'm going to know it's going to be the best dress for myself and I'm going to purchase it. All right. So I found a dress. It was on sale for $99 at uh, Square One, which is not too far from my high school. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let me just purchase this. Purchase it more. And I said, you know what? This is it. And I'm going to strut my stuff and I'm going to feel good in it no matter how anybody else looks at me. I'm going to feel good in this dress. Um, day of prom. Girls are going to get their makeup done, like, professionally and all that. I did my prom in the limousine on the way there. Wow. It took me, like, two minutes to do it. And I said, you know what? Let's keep it simple. I'm not meant to have it caked on. It's not my personality. It's not me. And the feedback I received, people were absolutely astonished. My, my classmates just saying, Helen, what? You... You look amazing. You look great. And I, I, these are things I've never heard from these people. I've never even heard their voices on the entire wow. four years of high school. And I just said to myself, it starts from the inside. That's it. It doesn't matter what you do on the outside. It starts from the inside. Yeah,
1: yeah. But it does feel yeah. good to hear from the outside too.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but I have to bring that out from the inside. Like, I had to display that because it was it was a dress but it was how I wore the dress I wore -hmm. it with confidence I wore it like I'm owning it you know I didn't let it overshadow me and it was it works out and I still remember it even though it's been many many years Mm -hmm. since (laughs) (laughs) would it fit today (laughs) Uh, what is it today Uh, honestly we're coming about 15 years ago (laughs) (laughs)
1: i not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but to God. remember
0: it till now, it was impactful.
1: So, so your your brother's been pretty much your best friend. Now, did you have another friend when your brother wasn't around that you considered close? And are they still around, or was there a breakup?
0: Um, I've had a few friends along the way. Um, I've, I've been really grateful. I've had some amazing people in my life. Um, uh, I mean, life just happens. People become parents. Um, they move to various places. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've, I've been grateful to have a few people and in different circles, um, some that are a little bit more outlandishly spoken like myself, some that are a little bit more calm. So they kind of bring that calmness out of me and we're able to, you know, dial it back. You know, they're just a great balance of every aspect of myself nice. and some are still around, some, you know, are just busy with their lives and we still love each other from a distance. It's, you know, just how life has landed itself. Um, and But especially in this climate, I've, I've spent a little bit more time um, engaging with family
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and just uh, trying to keep that family yeah. uh, connection together.
1: If you had to pick out three things on a bucket list, that would be important. They needed to be on that bucket list that you'd like to accomplish. What would they be? Three things.
0: Ha, ha, ha. Hmm. Great question. Bucket
1: list. It's funny because when I ask this question, some people want to think extravagant things.
0: Yeah. And some
1: yeah. some go the opposite and go real simple. You know? Yeah. Um, so I'm curious where you're going to fall. Yeah. I, I
0: play a little too safe in life. <laughs> Which is what my fear is, you know. I like to make sure that my feet are on the ground at all time Right, right. Um, but I would like to go to Ethiopia. Have to. Mm-hmm. Um, also, to maybe see even other parts of Africa as well, um, right. just to see the richness in it. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, move up in you know my current workplace that I'm working at, nice. and and see yeah what I'm able to do there. Um, you know, but fear is always. Oh, what if not? What if not? Like my brother is the one that got me to do the course that I actually met you at. He uh, He's the one that really encouraged me to say, Hey, you know, you can do it. You have the intelligence, you know, yeah. instructing in your field. Why would you not? Like, how could you not? Right. I'm just, you know, he's, uh, he's my mom's voice. That has been. Nice. Mom has been channeling through him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: no, I think um, honestly, honestly, yeah, I, I definitely agree with him. You should go for it. Um, I mean, I've told you that before, but yeah. yeah, I think you're more than capable. So let's go thank for it. You. Yeah. Now, you mentioned your mom again, and I'm curious, yeah. what does she mean to you?
0: Oh, yeah. Oof, where do we start? She's she's everything. Um, she's my soul. Nice. So she passed away last year. Um, but she is. My condolences. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um. She is beauty And it's true uh, I'm getting emotional My apologies No, no, um,
1: don't apologize it's, it's Yeah
0: She's beauty in its truest form Wow um, her, her laughter um, Her presence Her glow mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah How much of her do you think You still have in you?
0: I'm I'm getting there I'm not exactly her But mm-hmm. I'm getting there I'm yeah. working on it Yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. No, she sounds like a very, 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 you know, significant, powerful, influential woman in your in oh. your life. So,
2: oh, oh,
1: yeah. Because right. just the way you described her earlier, and and the lessons that she instilled in you guys, I think I see that when I met you, and I was just like, where does that come from, right? And I was always curious about that, and I think I, I mentioned it. I'm like, where do you get this, this energy, this calmness? But I also know that it's also managing nerves, but it's still a confidence that's there, you know, and yeah. it makes other people feel good about themselves and, and their space. And that is something that I, I have very few friends that have that that ability to calm other people when there's a mm-hmm. storm. And so I commend you for that. And and I think she probably has something to do with that. You know, Thank you. telling you to jump in and go swim and, and do all those incredible things. Yeah. Um, And what's your relationship like With your father?
0: Oh, incredible as well Um, He's my co-worker Um, (laughs) Yeah, he's a a great guy Nice Super athletic Just super fun Lovable, lovable man Nice Um, He's such a great friend to me too Like we are We're we're at that stage, you know I'm in my 30s now Mm -hmm. He, He just got into his early 60s Nice And he's just as funny as it gets, especially as they get a little older, eh? they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're a little loose there. They just say what they want to say. <laughs> I mean, I just got to make sure that the toilet is nearby with him because he just said whatever's on his body. I think it's incredibly funny. Even he says, hey, I, it, it's just the truth. I'm just telling the truth. I didn't say anything wrong. I didn't say wrong no.
1: We're not considering your feelings here. This is just the truth. You got to deal with the truth.
0: <laughs> well, what's your feeling? This is, this is, this is the logic. This is the other thing. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> wow. Now, do you do you believe everything happens for a reason? Or things just happen and we, f- we find reasons for them?
0: You know what? I did believe that things happen for a reason. My, I think after my mom passed, that kind of, Shifted? Rocked my world a little bit. Yeah, yeah it shifted yeah. under my feet a little. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to figure that out, to be frank. Um, yeah. Still working on it.
1: Nice. Now, what's your favorite story about yourself?
0: Oh, where do I start? Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Oh, when I decided to uh, visit one of my cousins in uh, Arlington, Virginia. So my parents were absolutely incredible growing up, but, you know, they're strict because they wanted to make sure that my brother and I were safe, uh, you know, we were doing the right things and whatnot. And I, I appreciate them to the highest degree for that because, I mean, look at my brother and I now. Yeah. Great functioning members of society, right? Mm-hmm. And and so, but, you know, after some time, you start to get a little fed up with being held back, you know, and, and you're barely in your late teenage mind, 18, 19. And so um, at 21, mm-hmm. I said to myself, you know what? I don't want to be stagnant. I, w- I want to do something. I want to scare myself a little. And then uh, I missed my cousin. And she lives in Ar- She was living in Arlington, Virginia at the time. Mm. And I said, you know what? I want to go see her. But how am I going to see her? I don't have a car. No one's going to drive me there. I, I haven't flown before. So I'm-, I'm not just going to do that, you know, all on a whim for the first right. time. Right. And so, okay, how am I going to do this? So I, I called her up. On- it was a Wednesday. I said, hey, how are you doing? She said, oh, I'm good. How are you? I said, good. Says, said, what are you doing this weekend? She said, I'm just doing some laundry. I said, all right can I come see you? And she says, um, you're in Toronto. I said, yeah. And then, uh, she says, okay, but how are you going to get here? And then I said, I'm going to drive. She says, but how is said, Oh, I'll rent a car and then I'll just drive there. <laughs> I, said, I don't think you thought this through. <laughs> yeah. She says, I don't think you thought this through. And then she hands the phone to her husband and she gets her husband to assist. She says, what's you know, can you convince her to stay at home? Because, this is, you know, this is my baby. I don't want anything to happen to her. Right. And so, you know, even he's trying to convince me, you know, I don't know if this is a good idea. And I said, listen, I'll keep in contact with you. I can't tell my parents I'm going because they're going to get mad. So (laughs) this will be our little secret, but to keep me safe, you know where I'm at. He says, all right, don't let me down. And I rented that car and I drove. Oh, and one of my fears, I, I forgot to mention, I am... Definitely afraid of heights. Definitely afraid of heights. Um, so when you're driving through Pennsylvania, you're going through heights and oh, bridges, wow. and just what's the worst? So I'm going through there. I'm just making up rules as I go along. And I said, "Okay, anytime you go through a bridge, just breathe <laughs> in through your nose, out through your mouth. Just look straight. Just look at the other tail lights in front of you, and just keep going. Do not look down. Lulam I'm shaking. Ooh, don't focus on that right now. Just keep going. <laughs> All right, and then." If you go to a bathroom, make sure it's in, a, it's in a busy area so that, you know, if there's witnesses to your death and something happens. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm just, you know, going to busy areas. I found a bathroom that had, like, gas stations and restaurants there and all that. All right. And, and make sure you never go let know, I'm just trying to make up the rules as I go along. And then I'm thinking to myself, if, if I get hurt, my parents are going to kill me. My are voice is absolutely the so, <laughs> while, while you're
1: hurt, they're going to kill you. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, said, I need to make sure I get back safely. Point blank. Period. Whatever that may be. To and from safely. Get back unscathed We're good to go. And I went there and I said, I can't believe I was able to do this. Like mm. I freaked out how many times midway. I said, Can I even get there? I should just turn around. You know, there was a lot of. Fear that overcame me, and when I got back, I mean, that's what I broke it to, to my parents. I said, "Oh, so long story short, I was about to to Virginia last weekend. Have a great day." I <laughs> 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 I like, yeah, I just say that and walk away, you know. Right. Um, but you know, they had to sit down with me, and I said, and we got to you know have a nice conversation, and I said, "Listen." you guys raised me really well. Um, You know, and I kept that in mind. Uh, It's just, you know, end of the day, I was under your roof. I wanted to do something. I knew that the response would be no. So I had to make sure I facilitated that for myself. And I, and I got over a lot of my fears, just being alone by myself. What is it going to be like to be in my own thoughts for 14 hours? I'm going to be cheerful at times. I'm going to be maybe jamming out some music at times. I'm going to be, you know, planning out how to get there. And, me being the social butterfly I was, I had to make sure I was chatting with the right people to make sure I was getting there properly. I, I didn't, We didn't have Google Maps at the time. If you had internet on your phone, you had to pay quite a bit in order to, to, to keep that on your phone and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I freaked it out. Um, no, no, what did I, what I did actually. So it was the one day I called my cousin on the Thursday. I asked her for the address and I had a map. <laughs> I had a map and I, study it. I literally studied it on Thursday, and then Friday, I hit the road. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so any gas station I went to, I would just double-check and I would say, hey, I'm on my way to Arlington. I think I take, you know, the I-81 and this highway and right. that way. Or interstate. Am I going the right way? Yeah, you're going the right way. Have a great day. You're going the right way. Be safe. Have a great day. You know, wow. I, I met so many incredible people along the way, just, you know, even in just quick passing. But great experience and i i encourage everybody to just do something that makes you uncomfortable Yeah, to prove to yourself what you're actually capable of man that's incredible yeah.
1: good for you like i'm, I'm curious like how much of your character evolved from that experience
0: oh a ton oh yeah i, I started to realize how much i'm actually able to do right
1: We are going to jump into Thinking Out Loud, which is a small segment that I have in the show.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So, I'm going to ask you the most random question. Okay. You're going to have two options, and you get to pick one of those options. Alrighty. But don't overthink it. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather be slapped in the face with a fish or... (laughs) (laughs) Or... Farted on in the face every morning and every night before you go to sleep.
0: I mean, I grew up with
1: my brothers, so I mean that was <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, I can't wait for him to hear this. <laughs>
0: sorry,
2: sorry, <That's> too late. <laughs> we're not talking to each other that's part <laughs> children whole <laughs> age we're we
0: terrible to each other oh. <laughs> oh man so I will say A splashed the face with a fish because <laughs> I know that B really really sucks
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man thank you for that thank you for that
2: my pleasure <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I love that segment because it breaks up the tension of the serious conversation, right? And
0: oh, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah.
1: I, it gives me an opportunity so, to kind of sneak in some good laughs, too. So, oh, yeah, oh,
0: yeah,
2: that
0: was good. But <laughs> now a shoe came out, now everybody <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I had a great childhood, it got parted in
2: the scene. <laughs>
0: oh
1: man I can't wait to get your brother's response when he hears that oh
0: god he's going to
2: kill me
0: sorry <laughs> um, you're not going to do it anymore guys it's uh, long time. <laughs> well over 20, 25 years happen, Okay. we're good now so. <laughs> do, you,
1: do you have any regrets currently
0: um ooh, we're driving deep Okay, so I do, I do, I do, unfortunately. Um, Share one of them. Yeah, so um, I guess one of them is uh, keeping people comfortable and not showing my full potential growing up Mm. and not breaking that barrier earlier to see what I could have been able to do even earlier on, you know? And and now at nearly, whatever, I'll give away my age, at nearly, literally, um... That's it? Do, yeah. Oh, you're,
1: I, you're a baby.
0: <laughs> I don't see this anymore. I got up and my back was hurting, so I had to get up slowly. I said, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to go backwards on not there. <laughs> um, but yeah, not, not doing everything that I could have and to keep people comfortable in terms of, even friendships. I had friendships where I totally admired friends of mine that were doing great things, but Mm. I had to understand that they were doing great things and they were friends with me because it helped them continue to look better.
2: Right.
0: Right. And the way I looked at our friendship is I looked at it as, Oh, they're doing such great things. I want to aspire to do that. Mm -hmm. And they looked at it as, well, she makes me look good because she's not really doing much with herself and I'm actually doing something. Right. So that's how that friendship ended up kind of working out in a sense but then after some time you start to realize all right when you're trying to accomplish something and there's no you know that friend that you were cheering on is not doing the same right. or you know there's still poking fun at who you used to be or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be then you think to yourself yeah you know what our friendship is so much better when you know, I wasn't trying to do X, Y, Z or quote unquote show off
2: right.
0: when really it was just, I want to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to keep people comfortable, I didn't see it at that at the time.
1: Wow. And what do you, what are you grateful for? One thing that you're grateful for?
0: My family and the people who they are, like the brother that I have, I don't want another brother. He... Like I was blessed to have the best brother that I, that anybody could have had. That I think, you know, and we are completely different in personality. I am rambunctious. I have the tattoos. I'm a little bit more rebellious, and he's a lot more straight and narrow. Right. He, you know, he's in university, uh, and he's accomplishing many, many incredible things. that mm-hmm. he's done a lot of great things in his life. But I couldn't be more blessed to have the brother that I have, and to have the mother that I had, and to have the father that I have. Wow. Yeah, for sure.
1: How can how can someone earn your trust? Like, what does it take?
0: You know what? I actually trust first, in a sense, not fully, but I open a door, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I will have a door open, and if I see that it's being respected, then that door remains open. It'll only close if
1: ah. the trust is, I guess, broken. Or yeah, violated? Yeah. If, if yeah. Trust
0: is violated. yeah, that's right. If it's violated, that's that's the word. Thank you. Yeah. And does
1: it take a lot to violate your trust?
0: Somewhat, somewhat. I mean, disrespect is, is a pretty easy way to shut that door. Yeah, um disrespect, and um, mainly being disrespectful is is the easiest way to get that door closed.
1: So, but what does that what does that mean though? Like, because it comes in so many different forms, right? Like, of course. So, is there one? Let's say, let's say, what's your smallest level, like lowest level of disrespect, and then there's a high level. So the smallest thing that would take you to say, you know what, I don't trust you as much as I did yesterday.
0: I guess, you know, I'm being kind with you today. We're being kind with each other. We're having very surface dialogue, but still, you know, kind dialogue. And Mm -hmm. then only to go back and, you know, hear maybe someone, you know, created a a negative story out of that or Uh, whatever the case may be, you know, that, that will close that door pretty quickly. And now, you know, I'm no longer going to entertain, right. um, or even if I've been openly very kind and, you know, extended and only to get, um,
1: taken advantage of.
0: Yeah. Being taken advantage of. And yeah. especially when you're kind to people, it, it tends to happen where people take that kindness for foolery yeah. and, and just think that, okay, because that person's always, I mean, it's, even in my culture, um, My mom's originally from Eritrea, but she was born and raised in Ethiopia. Mm. Um, Predominantly, like, in Eritrea, and even Ethiopia, too. Like, it's... That person that's always smiling too much and laughing too much, they're seen as, you know, there's something up with them. So... And and here, it, it tends to... I mean, subconsciously, people will see it as, oh, you know, maybe that person doesn't... You know, they can't comprehend if, you know, I do something wrong. They're just always happy. They're just always content. Right. There's nothing that really shakes them or has them feeling down but really we're we're people end of the day and i'm smiling with you because i know what it feels like to feel down i know what it feels like to feel you know um unwanted uh by friend groups or even have teachers you know when you're trying to do something well in class and and they're talking you down and whatnot Mm. to, to feel super unaccomplished and things like that so i don't want anyone to feel like there are ever less than in my presence. And if I'm making, if I'm putting an honest effort into making sure that you feel like you're the best that you can be yeah. at the very least, just show kindness back. I'm not asking you to do the same, just show kindness back. There's no real need to then use that and use it against me. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Now what's, what's the most recent, <clears throat> pardon me, the most recent or your favorite book that you've read. This is this is where I cheat because I'm growing my library. So when you tell me, I go and get that book, and I. So this is the selfish part of the show.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually one of the documentary listeners too. Uh-huh. Like, i yeah. So there was one that I was starting up. What was the? I haven't finished it, but it was really nice. It was. Uh, what was it about? Uh it's essentially like the power of positive thinking. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, just trying to remain positive, especially in a time like this. So it was a book that my brother had and he had given it to me. Um see, I have the most incredible brother. I mean, you might have a sibling two days, but yeah. I'm sorry, my brother takes the cake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna debate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, he he handed me that book and he said, Hey, you know, it's, it's a good reading, it really assisted me and in in shifting my thinking, you know. Yeah. It went, especially in times of, of difficulty and whatnot. And it was, it was absolutely fantastic. So I've read um, about half of it and and it's really nice. Um so the power of positive thinking it just really assists doing nice really navigating situations and how to how to go about it.
1: Right. I appreciate that. And when it's all said and done, how do you want to be remembered?
0: Oh, man. That I showed love to those and they felt loved in my presence. Mm. It's not necessarily a romantic love, but it's just they felt loved. They felt hurt. They felt um, a cut, like they felt my kindness towards them. Um, Yeah. Nice. They felt loved.
1: Now, if. Before we wrap things up, we're just at the end here. Can you leave our listeners with a a statement or something to guide them on their journey as they navigate Mm -hmm. this world?
0: Just do it. Don't hesitate. If there's something that you wanted to do, do it. And when you start to lose that spark, bring it back to your younger days when you were in kindergarten, in senior kindergarten, and in show and tell, you're super excited to show off that firefighter hat because you dreamed of being a firefighter. If that's something that you wanted to accomplish, do it. If there's something, somewhere that you wanted to go, go. Don't look at your limitations. Just look at what you wanted to do and just go for it.
1: Thank you so much. Now, what's the best way to get connected with you if that's something that you're open to? Uh, Are you on social media? Are you okay with people reaching out just to start a conversation, uh, connect with you, learn more about you and your story and, and so forth? How can they get a hold of you?
0: Of course. So I'm on uh Instagram. Uh, I don't post a whole lot, but you'll see I have, you know, lots of family photos and yeah. fun things like that. Um, so I'm on Instagram, my Instagram handle. I'll just spell it out because it's a mashup of mm-hmm. all my names, my first middle and last. So it's uh A-T-L-H-U-T-H-O-M-E.
1: I'll make sure I put that in the description as well. So when people do download the show, they can actually get the full uh, link to your Instagram and support, follow, you know, get engaged with you. Ellen, I want to thank you for doing this.
0: Thank you for the opportunity.
1: Oh man, it was great. It was great. For those listening, I just want to take this opportunity to kind of thank everybody uh, for tuning in and, Every week, there'll be a new show. Uh, I want to take this opportunity again to thank my guests for dropping in and making the show what it was. And until next episode, love, peace, and nappiness.